Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl? The girl who has everything. <laughs> so that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Hey, I everyone. I got gadgets and gizmos and plenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thing I'm about? I got 20. But who cares? <laughs> you, go, you might as well finish it now. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. You can um, continue. I was, I was going to join in, but clearly I missed that. Yes, you did. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of My Sister and Me. As you can see, Janelle is still on a high from Hallie being casted as Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Girl, like, when I tell you a good six or seven people text me like right after I read it and I wanted to just be like bitch I know but (laughs) I did not like and as soon as I read it I was like oh white people about to be big mad this is about to be a mess but and you know as predicted they are out here acting a fucking fool because this mythical creature that does not exist in real life has been cast by a black woman or as a black woman rather instead of this fictional white character that is depicted in the Disney movie so they out here like what? what is the hashtag not my Ariel or some shit <laughs> yes girl like, not my Ariel and you know they just gonna be mad whatever like I was telling I think Cheryl uh, you know mama's friend Cheryl had made a post about something regarding this and I was just like you know white folks be mad when the characters are written as black folks and then they make the movie and then they black folks and then they mad (laughs) (laughs) they they acted a fucking fool on Hunger like about Hunger Games when Rue was cast as a black girl I'm like but she black like her whole district is Negroes like did y'all not read the same book I read because I'm pretty sure everybody in motherfucking District 4 because I think that was the district she was from was Negro so if y'all mad about that then y'all just gonna be mad about everything wait till they find out Jesus black girl girl they already know (laughs) okay they already know like I never seen um, the way that they describe Jesus is definitely a Negro. And, you know, they just ain't here for it. So, but who cares? It's going to be awesome. Well, uh, I pray that it's awesome. I I don't think we'll be disappointed. I mean, how they But they already, like, miscast it. I'm just praying that this whole Melissa McCarthy as Ursula fall through. You know that you know that's all about box office draw. I know. And I get and I get what they are trying to do, but it's just like I really wish they would stop with this whole needing to bring people into the theater because one, you bring a hell of people to the theaters already off tops based off of nostalgia. That's number one. Number two, kids' movies always make hella motherfucking money. Always. Because there aren't ever that many children's movies out at the, you know, out in general. So people take their kids to go see that shit with the quickness all the fucking time. Um, so you have two major things that's going to guarantee you dollars. And to me, like nothing about Melissa McCarthy and I, and I think she's great. Like I loved her as Suki and Gilmore Girls. <laughs> um, that is about it. But I just feel like Ursula is definitely um, somebody's sassy ass black bitch or nigga in drag. There is so many people that they could possibly cast um, as Ursula that would be, I mean, better fitting. Like you got, like, right. Even if you wanted, and I know that that's going to be too motherfucking progressive for them. For them, but uh, Titus Burgess, who is on Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, that would be dope. It would be hella, hella, hella motherfucking dope if they cast him. But, you know, that would be going too fucking far. 
I would low key like a lot of people have been championing championing Lizzo, but honestly, I feel like Monique would. I was gonna do say Monique. a bomb ass job. I would say Monique or Elaine Smith from Antioch. <laughs> Well, Miss Elaine, uh... <laughs> same color, same hairstyle. <laughs> uh, you know, girl. Shout out to you because I just, you know, I just think about like the little weird shit she used to say to all of us, and I just will never forget the time she pretty much told me that I was ugly as a child and that she was really worried about my appearance. And she was happy that I turned out to be cute. Girl, she said something to that effect at like Ashley's wedding, saying either like I got cute or something like that, or like she didn't realize I was gonna be cute. And you know, it takes an ugly bitch to really call out. <laughs> and I just wanted to be like, you know, I, I just had to keep it cute because I think she said something crazy to Ryan too, if I'm not mistaken. I think but they, I think they said something crazy to all of us. But you know, that's the church, so. Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to you. Uh, yes, Holly I'm so did. super excited. I really hope they do justice to this movie. Like straight up, Little Mermaid, um, was my favorite fucking Disney movie. Um watch that shit all the time about this stuff on DVD when they uh, released it from the Disney vault um, left it at home when I moved out here to Arizona that shit came out again because they put it back and they released it on Blu-ray and DVD bought it again it came with a little booklet like <laughs> I was so excited <laughs> so um, yeah like know, know the movie like by heart okay like every fucking word um <laughs> I know, cause you haven't stopped like to breathe in a minute. Like you I got it. I know. I know. <laughs> so but hopefully, you know, you know, I think about when we had it on VHS, and then someone pointed out the uh, the penis? castle on yes. the cover. They went back and they <laughs> when they re released it, it said that it was a penis. So they changed the cover. Oh yeah, like still got that cover. Yeah. So no, because yeah, I'm like super excited. I cannot wait. Uh, to see what she does with this role I think it would be really dope if she keeps I would think obviously they would have her keep her locks but I do think it'd be dope if they was like a red color just because it's not necessary but I just feel like it would be hella hella fire if they did it Um, I could just see all of these little thingamabobs like twisted up in her hair just looking, you know what I mean? Like, just looking real dope. Like, all of these little trinkets. It would be so cute. Like, all of, you know, the stuff that she finds and collects, like, she adds it to her hair. Like, it would be everything. So, just don't fuck it up with Ursula. So, because yeah. she a bad bitch and Melissa McCarthy is not. So. <laughs> like, you know, we're going to get disappointed somewhere. They can't play, cast too many niggas. Uh, I, I mean, and it'd be dope because even when you think about like they they were making the comparison about how when they did uh, Cinderella with Brandy and Whoopi and the the husband and then how the prince was Asian, mm-hmm. they're probably going to do something like that, which is you know I'm cool with that, but it's just like you said, I know Ursula, it's probably going to be a disappointment. I hope not, but I'm gonna be honest, the only live action, uh version of those these movies that I've seen mm-hmm. has been Jungle Book and and the only person was, that was real was Mowgli and that little boy killed that shit like I don't yeah, know where Mowgli is now but he killed the Jungle yeah, Book. Yeah I didn't enjoy it I didn't enjoy it I was like really? yeah it's okay yeah I did oh, I thought they did an excellent job with Jungle Book um, yeah, Maleficent was just okay but it was not bad but they're making a second Maleficent um, I feel like the only parts of Beauty and the Beast that were good was like LeFou when he sang Gaston. Like when I tell you, I could, that's the only part I need to watch because everything else was trash. And then when Gaston sang Kill the Beast, like that part was fire. Like those two people who were cast in those roles, like Hollywood did it right. Everything else they did wrong. So Yeah, I figured because I didn't really hear about it and I had no desire. I was like, oh, okay, I can miss this too. Well, again, like, they were banking, they cast Emma Stone, or not Emma Stone. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, Emma Watson. Emma Watson, yes. Because they felt like Hermione was going to bring these tickets. Um, 
And if they just stop doing things, same thing with Aladdin. Like, y'all cast Will Smith because y'all felt like this nigga was going to bring in, you know, these seats. And it's just like, okay, yeah, but do you have to sacrifice, like, the quality of the film? You know, a lot of people, st- I didn't see it. I wanted to. I just hadn't had time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think, they 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 said they were it was surprisingly really good. Farrell said it was trash, and I, 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 <laughs> I, I certain things I could wait for a, a DVD for or not even yes. DVD. I'm, shit, at this Netflix or Hulu, um, I'd rather not waste my life at that capacity. Yeah, like definitely so, don't wait to see it. But Farrell was like, "How does shit look? Expensive and cheap all at the same time." Um, I mean, sounds like the horse running around Hollywood. <laughs> see it every day. So, yeah, like, I just, you know, I just am waiting on Lion King and, oh, the new trailer for Mulan came out. That looked fire. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope they get it right. I just, I just see a lot of ways they could get it wrong, especially this transition from being under the sea. Um, <laughs> unintended the sea. Um, under the sea to land and all of that like I just I don't know how they are going to make that work so I'm very nervous but mm. yeah we'll see but anyway well, um, since we got off the presses let's just keep it moving right so I'll let you give the next news uh... <laughs> alright y'all uh, so, going <laughs> our, our boy ASAP Rocky, also known as Pretty Flacco. What? Uh, part of like Flacco Taco? Yeah, sure. What? Pretty Flacco? What is Yeah. Oh. That he also goes by the name because he's, I guess he's pretty. He is because he wears the hell out of some scarves on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Isn't Flacco like skinny in Spanish? I don't, Janelle. I I, barely, I don't know how I made it to Spanish three. Okay. I just I remember. Really I'm pretty sure it was like. Well, maybe a, that's what it is. He's pretty skinny. Maybe that's maybe because I swear it was like a TV show. Like they had like a daytime TV show on like some. What was it? Uh, not Menudo. Uh, Telemundo called like Flaco y Gordo or something. It was like the fat and the skinny, and it was like. A skinny dude and a fat dude, but I could be hella wrong. Continue, ASAP Rocky. Sorry, ASAP <laughs> Rocky uh, actually has been imprisoned in Sweden for the past two weeks. Uh, he's been held in solitary confinement. Uh, this stems after an incident with, um, you know, a group of a couple of guys that were following him and the ASAP mob around Sweden. Mm-hmm. And on this film, you can repeatedly hear and see. ASAP saying, you know, uh, stop, you know, like, stop following us. Like, you know, they just want to be left alone. They just, you know, they trying to be like normal people walking around the city exploring, taking Instagram photos and mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. The, these guys followed them for blocks. After still, again, being told to not follow mm-hmm. and everything. So, of course, niggas get mad and niggas start throwing hands. And they not they be the hell out of them niggas mm-hmm. or Yankees per se, Swedes, and so he's been held in solitary confinement. Has not been able to use the phone, um, and um, yeah, looking at six years if convicted, all yeah. because they told someone to uh, you know leave him alone. So they incited a riot. So that's really strange. You know, honestly, uh, I've always said. Or I've always made it a point not to motherfucking get in trouble when you are in somebody else's country. Like ever since I saw that damn broke down palace, um, where basically them girls got befriended by these dudes and they was like kicking them with them in like Thailand or some shit, and them dudes uh-huh. ended up like slipping like some drugs in their um, suitcases, and them bitches got caught up, and they was in that prison. Um, and they have nobody to advocate for them. They don't know the language, and they was just like stuck. And it was like shit they could do. And ever that shit yep. scared the fuck out of me. Okay, so and even like in places like China, like you do like the simplest shit, 
and they will chop your fucking hand off. Like, I don't yeah. know why people risk it. Like, y'all could have just let them niggas, like, follow you or try to lose them or something. Like, because now y'all caught up. And I don't know if the other, if the other guys are locked up either. But, I think one of the other guys is locked up with him, but but like again, not with him. Right, he by but himself. Also <laughs> like, like, why? Would, my thing is, is my my issue is like I understand like the privacy, and then you are a celebrity, so there's certain things you forfeit. But why not? Why not just call the cops, girl? Because they niggas, okay. I don't know. ASAP Rocky Pelican. I forget when I ran into him at Saks. And I was like slouched over on the phone outside and I saw him walking up and I was like, let me get it together. And I was like, hey, ASAP. He's like, what's up, beautiful? How you doing? Is he having fun? Huh? Is he fine? I think ASAP Rocky is fine. And he got a really nice smile. I think he is an attractive young man, but I would not put him in the fine category. But maybe that's all a door for me. So what'd you say? A smile will do it for me. Um, I need the rest of your face to set that shit off too. Like <laughs> that's true. But I think I think he's nice looking. Yeah, no, so. I, I don't think he's ugly at all. I do not think he is unattractive. But I just like I said, he is an attractive young man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he looked like he about 18, 19 years old. Um, his teeth are straight. He seems to have clear skin. He has all of the makings of being attractive. I just would not say he is fine. Like, he don't Seems get my still. juices flowing. Mm, he get my juices flowing. <laughs> and he thin. Like, you know, I like... Hey, thin niggas, we have... Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. So, you know, free Flacco. Um, hope they get that taken care of really soon. Um, yeah, for sure. Because I like, I like ASAP and the ASAP mob mm-hmm. pretty pretty and i love asap fur he gets me very ratchet um speaking of speaking uh, of hella fucking ratchet the yeah. disney ratchet Be- wait before we unpack that shit oh. i just want to say shout out to Jaden smith for creating uh his i love you food truck that feeds homeless people uh in the los angeles on skid row um, he launched this project yesterday and today's his birthday, so he's 21. Happy birthday, little baby. Yeah, I watched the video that Will made. Will makes the best little videos. He um, makes the best everything. Like, can he be our big brother? Because he got a really great dad. <laughs> he does. The fact that he even, like, go the the extent he goes to to create this Instagram content is um, is dope and dad, dad-like all at the same time. It's yes. like, nigga, it's Instagram. Like, calm down. <laughs> At the it same is. time, it's like, it's good, though. It's funny because... He should make a show. Like, he should really make some type of... I don't know, like, a reality show. I feel like hella people will watch it. Um, even if it's something, like, quick, like, 30 minutes, but just, like, the production value of his Instagram videos. I think yeah. it would just be... Super dope. Even if he did something similar to like how Jada does like Red Table Talk like and it's on Facebook. I don't think it has to be on Facebook per, per se but I mean her show is doing hella well for being like a Facebook show and I just think just giving you know other people ways to be able to watch her content. Um, yeah. I don't know if he posts this shit on YouTube or not but I feel like he could do a little bit more with you know he's putting so much in and it's almost it's, like he reminds me of like a new user to Instagram. Yeah. And how he's like obsessed with it. And it's just like that's the dad vibes. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, it's cute and then like that daddy kind of way because you are like really geeked about it and excited about it and like doing the most. But at the same yeah. time, it's like you're doing too much. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. But no, it was it was super dope. So yeah, that's you know, Jaden, I was in watching them and then I was kind of watching the beginnings of um one of the most recent episodes of Red Table Talk when they were talking about polygamy and just how Will and Jada have raised Willow and um Jaden is just so interesting to me. 
because they are able to they have the privilege because of who their parents are to be like these super free spirits and Mm -hmm. be able and actually are encouraged by their parents to like do whatever they want to do like dream Mm -hmm. big and if you want to quit you can quit if you want to try this you can try this like I feel like most and maybe we talked about this I'm getting a bit of deja vu but you know a lot of black people black parents are so set on trying to make sure that you are setting yourself up for like the most success that you could possibly have or at least like the the most guaranteed way of mm-hmm. obtaining success so that means you know like going to school get good grades get a good job save your money like invest like all of these not bad things at all but at the same time if you are a creative person and you want to kind of like take a different route you don't have that luxury one you cannot financially support that <laughs> luxury right um because i feel like you could do it to a certain extent but at the end of the day i feel like you still have like these bills to pay so you are not selling yourself out but still tying yourself down to like a traditional means of um security so it just doesn't give you the opportunity to be like this free spirit and you know i'm gonna make cardboard you know box water and i'm gonna like do this food truck like i feel like you we as people regulars (laughs) we can do those things but it requires so much more to do it when i feel like Jaden can just say dad I think this is a dope idea and we'll be like yep let's do it and it's done you know what I mean so yeah anyway but yeah hella dope love them yeah and it's vegan you know vegan food too so they're not only getting a free meal but they're getting something like very healthy I mean so, it should be free if, well, if I can't well, get no meat well, 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 well anyway I'm just teasing. I am just teasing I was watching I was girl I'm all about people who are vegan. Um, I was watching something where people were saying how they're vegan. They are judged for either being too healthy and unhealthy, like at the same time. It was it was a weird little dynamic, but nonetheless, uh, it's super super dope. So I'm proud of him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so back to we. So can we talk about some ratchet shit? We should have talked about Jaden like after we were done with the ratchet. No, let's you know a little balance. Some nigga <laughs> shit, some positivity. Now some ratchet. Some shit. more, some more nigga shit. Um, so oh, niggas, niggas, and I just hate because I, I I know that it's hard to like put this stress on like black people and just how like when things like this happen how it makes us all look bad you know no it don't because i must i'm gonna tell you this niggas and black people are two different entities and the sooner we can just like accept and acknowledge that the easier life will be it could be white niggas it could be asian niggas it could be you know hispanic niggas that's Nick. true, but I, I just feel like, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to categorize us as one. And I'm better than them. No, we, they, I, I they definitely the do. To understand that and to see. No, <laughs> I mean, better than this. that they definitely, definitely do. Like, that is okay. one thing that um, I don't know if other minorities feel that pressure that we feel, but definitely having that you know, the one represents the whole. Um, So if you are, but it's only in a negative light. It's never a positive thing. You know what I mean? It's never like, oh, this one black person is super successful. Therefore, other black people can be super successful. It's never that conversation. It's always all them niggas nigging, all niggas nigging, you know? (laughs) Right. So let's just break this down super quick. So, a video surfaced from Disney World or Disneyland this past weekend. I don't know which part of Disney this is. Mm-hmm. And 
It is a group of Negroes. Niggas. That all I all I remember is the one extra heavy set lady saying, Hold my baby, and then she pushes the stroller away. Lord. And then starts to fight this big ass dude. And I think it's Disneyland because he was yelling out crib stuff. Okay. And I just it's like I need a backstory. What happened? How did we get here? Are they together? Are they separate? Because there's conflicting reports saying that it's just random people that got into it, and then there are people that are saying that this they, these people are related. Like they are no, family. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure people some people were related. So I think this is what I kind of gathered. It seemed like there was two couples, and then Correct. and then there was a parental unit to the couple like one of the sets of couples and I think each couple had a sibling so I think the dude in the red and like the chick were siblings okay this is what I think this is what I can kind of gather so at some point you know they kind of fighting and I think the two dudes getting into it because you know like well, I'm fighting my the dude who's fighting his sister the, the sister you know the girl the boyfriend is jumping in because he's like trying to defend his woman so now the two niggas fighting. Some, right, but I, I think it was over. But which made sense. But I think it was over the 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 mama on the scooter. I don't know, but somehow the the, the nigga in the red shirt, his his girlfriend seemed to have jumped in because then she was fighting. Because that's that girl in the brown shirt. Yes, so she was fighting the the sister at some point, and then at some point the mother of the siblings gets thrown is on the ground now why and it's like how i don't know how do we get here you got these random kids screaming you got people watching that's the thing that's frustrating about the 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 social media digital age that we live in because this is something where someone should not have been recording they should have been going to get help or whoever was recording but like somebody go get help like i don't know where security well, is. Yes, that was clearly a female. So if I'm seeing niggas swinging like that and how big that nigga was, I ain't gonna necessarily jump in. If I had my taser, I would tase, but I ain't trying to get knocked the fuck out either. Right. Uh, and I think but, and I, wait, I let me like let me finish trying to break it down. Minute. Let me let me finish trying to break it break down what happened. So then I feel like the, the sister's boyfriend, the dude in the white shirt, I don't know, at some point he put his hands on the other dude's girlfriend I'm pretty sure he did and I don't know if it was like to pull her off or he like legitimately hit her but this woman got hit so next thing I know here come the dude back that's got the red shirt he fighting again talking about something like you hit my woman you hit my woman so now he's fighting the dude and the girlfriend again but then finds out that his girlfriend hit his mama then starts hitting the girlfriend Cause he yells at her. I mean, he, he, no, he like, didn't hit the uh, girlfriend. He mortal. He mortal combat the girlfriend, but yeah. I don't think the girl. <laughs> he mortal combat. I don't. He did. He. Really I, but that was the thing when I when I ran that clip back before he like started going to town on her. It didn't look like that girl hit that woman. It did not look like that at all. And so maybe she was still reaching for the other chick, and he just. You know, it's just adrenaline and so much going on that you can't see. Yeah, and I don't think he did. That girl never hit that woman. And And I don't don't know, but I think that was the information that he got. Right. And he just attacked. Exactly. But then what was crazy was then when the men ran over to, like, tackle him down and confuse it, you hear her screaming, get off of him, let him go. Girl. And then she was like, Babe, I was trying to help you. Girl. When I tell you, this this is, oh, like, I have no words. It was really sick to see. And I can only hope that that man had, it was under the influence of some kind. Because I just, I just don't, I just don't want to believe that you just that crazy and that, uh, you just that ramped up where you are not only are you just laying hands on women, but you are like pounding them like they niggas your size. And yeah, I mean, I don't think he was. I just think that I don't know what happened. 
but but to just, lose so much control like again I don't really know what the backstory is I don't know how y'all got into this fight but y'all like traumatizing the fuck out of your children because they start fighting like over the kids you know and at some point you see some random white woman pick up a baby like you see some yeah. random white woman pick up a child like that was obviously one of theirs just so this baby could like kind of get out of the way but you want to know the other bizarre thing too is like I said it, it was in this video you do see a lot of men walking past it wasn't until homegirl got Mortal Kombat batted Raul kick <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like when she, like I mean, I would have thought she, you, he uppercut her, like she was gonna fly in the air and hear girl and fall out, girl. But it, it wasn't like it took it took people too long to intervene. Walk past and I and I get it. Like it's the same thing. Like what would you do? How they do on ABC? If you saw this happen, so people are just hesitant. But I, but, but by the time security came, this was like five minutes later. Right, this video was going on forever before Ever. weak ass security. And then y'all just bring like did the not smallest, even handcuff him. Y'all brought the smallest mother one. One of the security officers was a woman. Two, right. The nigga who, who was the security officer was half my fucking size. So what the fuck was he gonna do? Then it was a dude like an undercover security person in a suit that white guy that ran over, but it was like still they they never even handcuffed him because homeboy was like I I go to jail today and all this shit but nobody handcuffed him right because he was starting to fight again and it's like but the fact that he was so quick to hit that girl whether she hit the mom or not let you know oh he hits her on a regular basis. Yeah, that's their relationship. Like yes. their their household is full of violence, and unfortunately, um, it's going to. That's how this shit just kind of uh, trickles down to generation after generation after generation. So I'm sure, like he probably the way that whoever hit his mama because she was laid the fuck out. Um, and then well, I think up. she just kind of got bumped on the cart. But I no, really, who was I don't. laid out when he came back to hit that girl? I think he knocked her out. The the bigger girl, the biggest girl in the whole group. Yeah, he knocked her out. She was just laying there. No, I remember moving. I saw. Man. But that's my thing. Nigga. It's just like you know, people. It is rare to me that people are just violent in this these isolated incidents. You know, I feel like it's yeah. something that has definitely been perpetuated in their home, in his home, for sure. Because the fact that that is natural to you uh, to beat on these women like this is insane. Um, then, you know, like you're doing the same shit in front of your kids. And so they, they think this shit is normal. So they're going to grow up right. to do the yep. exact same fucking thing. On top of just being traumatized, like, which I'm sure they relive some form of this trauma every day, if this is how they are behaving out in public, I cannot imagine what this what they do in private. So, right, you know, it's gonna it's they get they be lucky if they get to keep their kids. I don't know how California do as far as child protective services, but like the way that they behaved, um. I would not be surprised if somebody took them kids away, at least temporarily. Right. It's, it's fucking sad. Yeah. So, it, it very, and I really yeah. did not think that I would be 35 looking at my video still. <laughs> well, well, I, well, my coworker told me about it this morning. So I was like, oh, Disneyland is probably not niggas because you, you see them there, but not like that. So, you know, the times I've gone with Ryan. Mm-hmm. So I figured it was you know other people and i i saw that link on facebook i'm like you gotta be shitting me girl Farrell sent it to us this morning okay it was like i don't have the luxury of being in that group chat <laughs> girl i don't know half of the people in the group chat okay <laughs> well, here we are Oh my goodness. But yeah, it was unfortunate and we got to do better because they out here potentially ruin it. You know, like Disney had some highs and some lows this week, you know. And for all we know, somebody gonna try to campaign like this is why niggas can't have shit. So recast Ariel. Like you don't know what these <laughs> repercussions could possibly be. 
So be on your best motherfucking behavior. Right. But yeah. anyway. <sighs> well, I did have we done all the uh press? We uh, we hot out the presses. Okay. We hot off the ship. We out of we out of ink right now. So <laughs> maybe, you know, by the end of the week we'll get another shipment of ink and so we can go live again next week. <laughs> so, you know, is we got 36 minutes in. Yeah. You know, we wanted to talk about some fun things. And yeah. this has been something that's been on your heart for a while doing an X episode. So we're going to call it next. <laughs> so, so for everybody who was not um, able to decipher what Dominique said, it was next, but the E and the X are capitalized, maybe even underlined. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we want to give like, you know, a little history lesson into our dating past. I actually think your dating life is a little more interesting than mine. How? Girl, I just be having fuck niggas. Like I break up with them and write love notes and then they go fuck some, you know, not even <laughs> love notes, break up letters, leaving keys and then go fucking other niggas. That's as epic and grand as my background. But you on the other hand... What I will say, sidebar in regards to that state, that story, Kirk was probably my favorite ex. Well, I don't think I have any favorite exes. I don't want. I don't have that many exes. Like I, I have dudes that I talked to, and then I have an ex. I mean, mm. you know what I mean? Because I don't count no niggas from high school. Yeah, they don't count. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I. It depends on what the interaction was. Well, I just had one <laughs> in <Okay>. high school. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and that was fine, you know. It was it was no drama involved in that one. So, however, however what? Once you hit college, uh, grad school in particular. Well, no, that wasn't grad school. Was it grad school? It was baby girl. That was grad school. No, it was right before. Anywho, I dated which one? What do you mean, which one? Are we talking about the person that came with to wash you that you told me about? Yes. Okay. So that was grad school. Well, yes, that was grad school, but the starting of it all was not. It was like senior year. Oh, so it was it was some transitional time that had happened, but you know, like niggas be niggas and niggas be cheating and you know honestly um at that particular time I remember us having some random ass conversation and he had asked me if I had ever cheated on him or like or if I had a secret I wanted to or to tell him something that you know like I had a secret and I could tell him or something like it was it was just a very odd ass conversation and ultimately in that moment in hindsight and I think even a little bit like at that time I realized that this nigga obviously was cheating and was feeling guilty about it Mm. but hoped that I had cheated or did something that would almost like justify his behavior um and it was like this weird period where I feel like, because at that time we were long distance and we kept playing, playing phone tag. But then I would be petty because it's like, well, I'm not about to sit here and answer your call when you did not answer mine. <laughs> so it was just like no going on for like days. And I remember though, like during this during that time and that's kind of when he asked me like that random ass question like I definitely had this feeling of this nigga is probably talking to somebody else but okay and during that time that's when I probably started talking to sexy black man (laughs) but we won't name who he is on this show Uh, the people who know his code name knows and Dominique I will tell you offline I'll let you know I don't know. Okay. You know, I I don't I don't remember at least. 
okay, well, you know, I'll tell you who sexy black man is. So, okay. um, nonetheless, so we break up because obviously, oh, the way that I even officially find out that he cheated. Um, and again, the sisterly advice in all of this, ladies, is trust your gut. Okay? Yeah. Always. Because your gut, like Olivia Pope's, never will steer you in the wrong direction. Like, it, it's crystal clear. Like, if you have an inkling, a feeling, a twin, a, you know, whatever. Trust that shit. Um, if you choose to ignore it, that's fine. Um, I feel like a lot of times, you know, especially when we're younger in the dating scene, a lot of times that shit is easier to kind of like brush under the rug or you really don't care or it's not that big of a deal. But if you learned it then, it's much easier to recognize the older you get and you kind of build up the uh, practice um, of identifying it and then acting on it. So, right. Um, but yeah, trust your good. So, get I, to the juice. Huh? I said, get to the juice. I'm getting there. So, okay. I get a phone call. It is back when I was working at the Lovely Science Center. And I get this phone call from this dude basically saying how, oh, such and such is like just got promoted and we we're throwing like this surprise party for him. Um, y'all should come. You should come. I'm like, oh, okay. And he was just like, you know, and I was just curious, you know, like I just found your number in his phone. It's a surprise. Uh, who are you to him? And I was like, oh, I'm his girlfriend. He's like, oh, okay. So maybe a couple of days later, this dude calls me back. And he was just like, hey, you know, I just I ain't trying to be no snitch or nothing. <laughs> but when we was making our calls, it was too chicks that was on the phone saying that they was his girlfriend I was like oh okay so of course I tell my crew and they are just like let's roll up on this nigga <laughs> right so y'all sidebar I'm not a part of the crew so I'm sad I got left out of this well Dominique like girl whatever so <laughs> you was like much younger Girl, only by three years. Okay, but still, nonetheless. It's okay. Nonetheless. Uh, you ain't never take me on the fuck shit that you be doing. Oh, because I don't... Continue your story. Right. So... No, because then I can say... So, mind you, <laughs> this whole time, we know that we're going to, like, blow up his spot. And it's kind of obvious that there is no event that is taking place. But at the time, old dude, like, he, he gave me, like, street by street, like turn by turn, how to get to his place. So this is he must have fell out with his like best friend. Like that's just strange for a nigga to like disclose some shit like that. Well, I feel like whoever this dude was, I think the guy was probably the other girl's friend. Mm. I don't think it was his friend. But my boyfriend at the time is the one telling me, Yeah, girl, come visit. So, and telling me how to get to your crib. Um, but I don't know if he got tipped off or what, because like we showed up, like he left his apartment open for us to get in, but he is not there. No, you mean for you to get in? Well, I mean, he knew I was coming with my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but he left the apartment open so we could get in and he was just like, yeah, I'll be right there. Like, I'm just wrapping up something. I'll be there in like 30 minutes. Girl, I feel like we was there for a couple hours, at least two. Nigga never shows up, okay? Like, wow, never shows up. And it's always like he on his way. And then even when I left, he's just like, oh, well, I was, I was like 10 minutes away. Seriously, nigga, like we've been sitting here forever. So at this point, you know, we're already... Like, it's been done, but I just wanted the confrontation, like, in black and white, like, on cheaters. <laughs> I cannot. I wanted the confrontation. So, because, you know, some of my friends, one of my friends is a little bit more rowdier than I am. She felt like, you know, I need some type of reparations for my pain and suffering and the time it took me to uh, drive all this way to do this hour and a half, two hour drive. 
So <laughs> we decide, she decides, and I don't disagree to steal something. <laughs> and we stole his computer. <laughs> Y'all, but the thing is, it wasn't just like a laptop. This is a full desktop. desktop tower, big ass monitor, like two thousand six. The shit could have been white, you know, like <laughs> old school, big ass shit. All right, then. But that's not even it. I don't even know if I told you, but we like left all the water running. <laughs> bitch, I was hoping I left the water on. I was like, because a bitch like me, I would have left the water running. I might not have bleached his clothes, but his apartment would have been flooded. Well, it's like I wanted to do something. I feel like that would send a message, but nothing that was like a criminal act, like <laughs> other than the stealing um, of the computer. So, of course, like, that's when he calls and it's just like, when he finally goes home and see all this stuff has happened, you know, transpired, it was just a weird situation. And honestly, me going through that as much, you know, blame that I don't want to take part in, it made me feel like, you know what, like, I would never get that upset. I don't want to ever retaliate against somebody in that way. Like, if I feel like I need to do something like that, I will just leave you. Like, I would just, yeah. I would rather just disappear. And honestly, like, that was definitely, if I had any regrets, I regret, regretted that. Because then it prolonged the situation. Because now this nigga want his computer back. And then we trying to orchestrate a way for him to get his computer back. But I don't want to see your ass. And you don't want to come see me. So, uh trying to coordinate with his friend and then this nigga knows somebody that I know it was just like a mess so I just you know felt like I just would have rather not partaken in that but I did that shit and it was definitely um, a lesson learned and then you know a good year later this nigga decided he wants I would just show up at my school like, I'm in grad school at this point. Um, time has definitely transpired, you know, passed. And I don't, I, it was just hella, hella, hella random um, because I was not in communication with him. But obviously, via Facebook, oh, pardon me, um, you know where I go to school. You know that, you know, what I'm studying. So I guess he just put two and two to go- together and just felt like finding my building. I don't know. And it was just so weird because like my first semester so you really don't like know many people it just so happened that you like stumble across like the right building and then happen to bump into like the right person who actually knew who I was um because I was just like what the fuck are you doing here like this is just fucking random but we like talked for a little bit after that mainly because I wanted him to bring me food <laughs> in the middle of the night niggas I mean, my nigga, nigga, y'all. So, but no, like that is uh, my ex story, and eventually, I want to say that nigga got married, and I don't know. Eventually, I ended up blocking him on my social media, so because I just did not want him to send me random messages anymore. Well, guys, just so <laughs> you know. I, however, have never done anything malicious to get back at a guy. I just continue other to Other than fuck other niggas. No, I broke up with him. <laughs> I broke up with him, so I did not cheat. So, okay, so let me give y'all this rundown super quick. So, I was dating my favorite ex, and uh, I'll tell y'all at the end why he's my favorite ex. So, at that time, I, you know, it was kind of like, again, intuition. But I might have, the intuition, the feelings I was getting was like, he might have been gay. And I remember <laughs> there were a few times I called my best friend, Byron, and I was just not sure about certain things. Like, so one time, I went over to his house, and I wasn't feeling good, so I went to lay down. And his phone rang, and it was his friend that worked with him driving back from Detroit. And I was like, why, why, why would he come over here right now? It's like 
about to be midnight. And he just drove back like seven hours from Detroit. Why is his first stop to your house and not to his house? Like, go home and get some rest because I'm also there, like laying down, like trying to get it together so I could drive my ass home. No, this nigga come over there. He closed the door to the living room and he playing music loud. So I call Vernon and I'm like, Vernon. I don't know what's going on, but I think Kirk might be gay. And he's like, let this dude come over really late. And he was like, well, how you going to leave? He's like, just just pretend that I said something funny. So I bust out laughing. And how my favorite, how Kirk opens the door. Yes, I'm like, you've already said his yeah, name several times. He said, so. um, it was just like how he opened the door. And it was like he was alarmed that I was awake. And I was just like, oh, you know, it's burning. Tell me this funny story. I'm I'm actually, I feel better. I'm going to go home. And when I walked out there, it looked like the other dude, how he looked like he had this release. And he was how he was slouched. And it almost was like a high look, but I didn't smell weed. So I was just like, yeah, I got to go. So anyway, fast forward. It was one time. Kirk took somebody else to the movies. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, we're going to play this game. So I've been this dude kind of like chasing me. So I finally give the other dude a little time of day. So he takes me out to dinner. We have such an amazing time, great conversation. We keep hanging out. He, you know, he taking me out and, you know, in St. Louis and somebody taking you out, like buying you nice, like, you know, take me to like nice restaurants. That's a big deal, you know? So. <laughs> it, it comes okay. time for things to transpire and go down pound for pound and we, I'm, I go to his house we kind of make it out and I'm like shit I was like okay so I got a boyfriend and he was like okay so what you want to do I was like I got a key I'm going to go break up with him super quick I'm going to leave him a note and leave a key so <laughs> mind you this dude lives like in Canfield and then Kirk lived off of like Hosker, so it's like a 10 minute drive from each other. So I go, I write a letter, I leave it on his pillow because he, you know, not at home. I leave the key and I go back and do my thorough fizzle. So I get it in. And Mr. Marcus was like Mr. Marcus from the porno. I was not disappointed at all. And then reality set in, and Kirk was calling and trying to figure out what happened. and trying to say I cheated on him. I said, I didn't cheat on you. You cheated on me. You took somebody else to the movies. I broke up with you. I don't feel guilty. So, yeah. But I guess it's just a matter of, like, time stamps and when the message was received because it's like, just, you broke up, but he wasn't broken up. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Um, I knew it. <laughs> just because he got the message late, don't have nothing to do with what my box got to do. So, I did what I had to do. <laughs> I just want to just put that out there that Dominique, that was very much drama filled. More no, so oh, no, story. it really wasn't. It was very quick. I went to break up with somebody and I got it in with somebody else. That's that's easy. I've oh. never taken anything from anybody. There Technically, I, I have to... not either. No, you are guilty by association, man. Okay, I will take that charge, but I have, I, it was not my idea. <laughs> mm. You still had the opportunity to stop it. I did. I'm glad that I y'all left the water did. running because that's what I would have done. But, you know, again, I've been very upset in situations with people I'm dating, and I'm like, you know, Petty Me wants to be Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett and wait until it's hell. But realistically, I can't take the charge, so I'm going to leave. And when I cool down, we can have a conversation, possibly, mm-hmm. if I haven't blocked you. And, you know, That's honestly, like, but for real, like, even looking back on it, I feel like I really was not, like, I never got to that level of rage. Like, I felt like I was supposed to be angry because society said you should be mad right now you know what I mean but I feel like in hindsight this was a dude that I only halfway liked and I was just kind of dating you because I really didn't have shit to do um and so and it just lasted way longer than it should have and right where it 
it was, you know, like a clean break. Um, and it should have been left at that, you know, like, I feel like, you know, like my friends felt like I should have been mad. So then I was like, trying to be mad and like, just went along with it. And I just did not care as much as I was trying to care. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but then in doing that, I feel like I just did something that could have, you know, turned out really bad. Like who really knows? niggas be petty um you could have theoretically tried to call the police on me you just never know what the situation could kind of like unfold so yeah from that point on like I don't think I've ever I just don't ever see myself like getting that upset ever again like if you know something happened where I mean I'm like if, if that happened like now I don't, I think I would just be like, okay, well, I guess we done. You know what? I'm right. <laughs> right. Like, I just don't see myself getting that upset. Like, is it disappointing? Yes. But it's like, that's just kind of like the name of the game. Like, people do shit. And the only thing you can control is uh, how respond. you are going to respond. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to choose to be devastated. Like, I'm not going to choose to put myself because it just it don't it don't make you feel better. It just don't. Well, you know what make you feel better? Getting in your half. Like, <laughs> but you know, like I said, it, it's a it's a learning. You had to grow from that. Even yeah. though you felt like you didn't like him, or or but just to even react to the bullshit. You can't. We can't be giving niggas this, this like all that power. We give them too much power. So, and like you said, it's about trusting your gut, your instinct, and like I say, hey, trust your instincts, but use these niggas too. And get what not- you get, get, get what you deserve. And like I said, you know why Kirk is still my favorite ex because wow. he always looks out. If I needed something, even to this day. And he got a whole nother situation just because we grew up as friends. Mm-hmm. He always looks out and he says, like, you want me to send you some pizza? I'm like, yeah, I want you to send me some damn emo. <laughs> <laughs> but and that's a good thing. It's like, you know, we people can break up. People could. It does. People can hurt you, but you can still like move past it because at some point you were in a relationship with that person you were friendly with that person. You know, like, that was one thing I could say about uh, my ex at that time. Like, aside from us, and I remember us even kind of, like, talking about this, like, in the very beginning, you know, we just got along. You know what I mean? Like, he Mm -hmm. was probably, like, the first person that I could talk on the phone to for, like, eight hours. And, like, just be talking. And I think we just, in that respect, just got along. And I think we acknowledge that, you know, we could have been friends. And I feel like, you know, if it wasn't for maybe those same pressures of trying to make me feel angry that I'm supposed to, like, you know, society says you ain't supposed to talk to your ex or, you know, fuck that nigga or whatever, I feel like we could have potentially still been cool. Yeah, but you know the world kind of like I just felt like this pressure that I need to just like not talk to this nigga like even like oh my god like Brittany wants to fight him <laughs> I'm not surprised <laughs> but if you would have let me roll with you we probably would have stayed no I mean like when him. we would see I'm him just like honest. no I know but it was like when we would go out and if we saw him Brittany was like oh I hate that nigga <laughs> And that's what your friend's supposed to do. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. I hate who you hate. If you cool, I'm cool, but I really ain't cool. But if you say so, okay. <laughs> so that's what you're supposed to do. But I also feel like a part of me felt at that time, it was, it, I felt kind of like, I think I would have felt guilty knowing that, like, my friends felt this way about this person because, of course, they love and care for me. And I'm still talking to this person, even if it's on a friendly manner, you know, because at some point you were very disrespectful to me. Um, 
and it's like you don't deserve that but you know we was all fucking young and dumb you know am I gonna reach out to him now hell motherfucking no but I think if I got to live life again or if I was faced with a similar situation that I would probably handle it differently Mm. so but yeah it's all uh lessons learned and before we even like wrap up don't let people put you or create toxic situations for you um in saying all of that and not to say that my friends are were making toxic situations for me but like creature stay trying to set up toxic situations uh <laughs> oh my god girl that's just that's you. an episode for another day we could do a girl, whole 60 minutes i know <laughs> but so <laughs> this past weekend you know was super busy for me and craig ended up going to san francisco for the fourth of july and my mom like who he going with i'm like i think one of his like co-workers or his ex-co-workers like live there Mm-hmm. I'm like mama like if he say that is where he is and who he is with that is where he is and who he is with you know what I mean like I'm not gonna sit up here and question all your whereabouts because one I don't want to live my life like that that's number one Number, I want, I'm keeping my peace of mind two if I feel like I have to do that then we have a completely different issue you know what I mean Right. And she always given me like this scenario of this this old couple, how like he would, this old man would try to go on these road trips and his wife would just always go and be like, you don't need to be going by yourself because she knew that he was basically going to cheat. I'm like, mama, do you think that is a good advice? (laughs) Girl, but that's the other thing we always circle back around to people projecting their insecurities onto you. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just this, you know, perpetuation of toxic behavior, your own personal insecurities or your own personal experiences. Like, I get that you mean in your mind, you mean well, because you have been hurt. So you are trying to prevent that same hurt from happening to your children. So I get that. But at the same time, in doing that, you are instilling all of this uh distrust and dishonesty and all of this developing insecurities now because you feel like oh I cannot like why would he leave or why would he do this you know what I mean like you're you're planting all of those seeds that would not have otherwise been there right and you are again not only are you inflicting your own personal experiences you're inflicting your personal responses as well because when that situation happened to you, you responded this way and you don't want me to respond like that. Well, I'm not you. Facts. So it's like, why, why, why even plant some seeds? And it's just like those little insidious things that just start to creep up. And if I was a different person or had a different personality or with somebody else, I could really, you could internalize that shit. But then you then live your whole life like men ain't shit, don't trust these niggas, da 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 da. And yeah, men ain't shit, don't trust these niggas. But you can do that stuff. You can still live life on your own terms, you know, without trying to run up under somebody all the time. I don't want to live that like that because I also don't want you running up under me. Just as much as he go on trips by himself, I'm gonna go on trips by myself, and that is okay. So. Yeah. All right. Well, trust your, trust your good and don't let people plant seeds. <laughs> Toxic <yeah>. seeds. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, unless you have something else, but that I was don't have anything else to say. Awesome. Well, guys, we'll catch you here, same time, same place next week. Follow us on the social medias. I am. <laughs> This is my sister and me on Instagram and shoot us an email as well at, at this is my sister and me at Gmail. What, what is it? Is it this, this my sister or is it this is I my said sister? this is my sister <laughs> and me at gmail.com. Yes. I got 
tongue tied and my personal Instagram I just posted a really cute photo it was super cute like it reminded me I don't know if you've been to ASOS uh, site but they have like this whole like prairie chic and that's what it was giving me oh yay it was super cute so you're very much on trend yes so you know look at me uh, look at my video <laughs> ratchet um, you know I'm living my best hot girl summer uh, I don't have strong knees like Megan the Stallion. Uh, Bitch, one, okay. one of mine, my knees has um, arthritis a little bit, but you know, that's how the game goes. And sis, where can they find you? Um, y'all can find me at my life is Nell on Instagram. Um, I too have <laughs> arthritic knees um, so much so that it is audible. So, yeah, all of those tricks and shit that Meg is out here doing, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I cannot. I cannot. I'm like, I mean, I can, but later, I cannot walk. So, <laughs> or it's like, it. I could drop it down, but can you pick it up? <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>